You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Yes, I am not a fan of automatic updates. <laughs> like the ones that just tell you, hey... To restart soon. I need you to do this. I was like, well, why don't you do this while I'm asleep? Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I always try to set my computer to make sure it does it automatically, or like my PlayStation, I do that. I never think about it. And it still never works. I, I don't still, like, I'll be ready, or like, from example, I'm playing the PlayStation 3, sitting there ready to play, and it's like, oh, you've got to update your system. I'm like, great, this is going to take like four hours. Sweet. Well, that kills my playing time. <laughs> it's like, guess I'm not playing today. And then, like, tomorrow, you'd be like, I'm ready to play. And they're like, yeah, oh, yeah, there's another update. Yeah, you, you, you didn't update yesterday. Remember you? You're, <laughs> you're, supposed, to update, you're supposed to every, update every other hour. <laughs> it's like PlayStation Network. It's like a, like a, uh, just like an abusive girlfriend. It is. It's like, <laughs> come on now. This is what you have to do. Go in there and polish the stove. Get in there. Why didn't you text me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you didn't text me? Fine, fine. I'm going to update. I'm going to update. And I will not see you or speak to you for four hours. Right, I'm going to update. Nope, just updating. <laughs> Nothing's wrong, I'm updating. And it won't let you download update in the background either. Look, it's something women do. You, you wouldn't understand. <laughs> I'm updating. <laughs> Welcome to the Weekly Mopcast, episode 39. Almost wow. over the hill. Almost over the hill. What's really cool is next week is our one year anniversary. I'm very excited about that. But it will be episode 40, so it's a kind of a... An even number, yeah. a big number, you know. So I'm I'm happy that uh, episode 40 is going to be the week of the ep- uh, the um, anniversary. Would have probably liked it better if we could have made it to 52 because that's <laughs> one year. Yeah. But you know what? I'm not good with the maths. <laughs> <laughs> and not being good with your maths, I'm your Native American pop culture spirit guide, Scotty. And to my right is Aaron Prime. Aaron Prime. See, that's kind of... I like how we just give nicknames now. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, for for the longest time, we were sitting there trying to figure out one for me, and we really never found one that stuck. Well, I, for a while there, like, every week we would find a new yeah. job for you. And so I, I went back and was listening to some old, older shows and, and stuff while I was... We're updating our new website, um, mopcast.com. Um, you can go to it if you like, www.mopcast.com. It's, uh... understand it's in a soft opening kind mm-hmm. of situation right now, but, uh... We're very proud of what we're doing. So, uh, but I, as I was going back and uploading shows or moving shows to, to uh, the new website, I was like, "Oh, that's the one where you were a carny." <laughs> <laughs> so, I still think that'd be a very interesting life, right? Being a carny folk. Well, um, it will be. I, I guess suppose it would. Um, at ShockerCon, I talked to Mac Fraser, uh, who is uh, one of the carnies on American Horror Story, and so. That is coming out on DVD and on Amazon, like, October 6th. And so um, we're going to repeat um, the Nathan Smith episode a lot. So you'll see that in your Twitter feed. Sorry. <laughs> and uh, But I, I did an interview, a uh, video interview with um, with Matt Frazier, and so we're going to run that too. So, you know, just trying to grow what we do. Are you excited for the new American Horror Story, the hotel? I, I am. I mean, I, I like American Horror Story. But it's like everything else. I mean, I only watched Freak Show because Nathan was on it. Uh-huh. I usually watch them after they run, and then I catch them on Netflix. So we can just like, because I, I can't I can like, binge it. I, I, I have to binge watch shows. I, I can't, yeah, I can't. Stand, Netflix like, has ruined me. Waiting for a week. Yeah, yeah. Netflix is a. Uh, it's I love it, but it's also like you said, it's it's ruined me as well. It's ruined how I watch television. Uh, before we go any further, I'd like to say that um, this episode 
is brought to you by BeccaDoodles.com. BeccaDoodles.com, the art of cute. Beck Seashoals is a cartoonist, illustrator, author, and crafter who has a variety of adorkable art. Beck has drawn sketch cards for Lucasfilm, DC Comics, Mars Attacks, and now she has art for you. From her shop, you can find precious versions of your favorite characters from science fiction, fantasy, and superheroes, as well as her very own cast of charming critters. Get prints, stickers, wrapping paper, stationery, and more. BeccaDoodles.com, the art of cute. So check out Beck's stuff. Uh, she's got a cool Etsy shop. She was actually cleaning out her um, garage. I, I see. I stalk our advertisers <laughs> on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, oh, what's she doing? Well, there? they're friends <laughs> of mine, so you know. And so she was cleaning out her um, garage or her art area, and uh, was finding all kinds of cool stuff. And <laughs> was posting it like, I forgot I had drew this in 2010. And <laughs> I don't know why I drew this in 2010, and, and it was it was very cool. It's kind of a Kind of like like I was going back looking at old shows. She was kind of looking about the old stuff she had forgotten. So, and she has done some cool art for like Tops and Star Wars. And she, you know, um, when you do those sketch card arts, that you know you get paid, but they also send you like boxes of the card packs. So mm. you know you can do what I give them away or sell them or whatever you want. And so she had like stacks of, <laughs> of these boxes that I like. You should do giveaways. Or perhaps you should give them to us to give away. Why don't you just send those here? We'll, we'll take, take care, care of them. We'll take care of that. We'll take care of that. <laughs> Speaking of giveaways, we actually have some for next week. Um, we're doing um, some. I've got some. I got three mystery prize boxes. That's going to be filled with awesomeness. Um, I know it's. It may have some cool comics from Inverse Press. I'm maybe leading that on too much. <laughs> Like, like, it's like, like, ooh, but I think I, I have an inside source. Right. And, uh, good. I am. But there's some other cool stuff we got in there. Got some DVDs and some, some stickers and magnets and all kinds of fun stuff that, that kind of fits what we do. But it's kind of a thank you to all of you guys for listening to us for the last year. And so we're really, we're really happy. We've got, we've had 22,000 plus listens in over 50 countries. Still 49 states. <laughs> We're just going to have to buy a ticket somewhere to, to North Dakota. Yeah, well, I have to. Well, and just, and Wyoming. Or Wyoming, yeah, yeah sorry. We got North Dakota. We did get North Dakota, yeah. Wyoming, it's Wyoming. Look, Wyoming, I I don't know what I have to do. I take, did I tell you about the Craigslist thing? No, did you take it up? Did you do a Craigslist ad? Well, no, I, I, I'm going to. What I did was I signed up for it. Uh-huh. And then I did, because I've never used Craigslist. Oh, yeah. And I didn't know, like, you had to wait a week to post. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that doesn't help me. It kind of so, takes a spontaneity out so, of it. So, um, I got, I got to remember, I, got to, I, I did, I guess, a week ago, or two weeks ago, so it should be ready. I just got to remember. So you're good. I, I should be able to post it. But I'm seriously, I had a whole post for it. Like, please. Because it doesn't tell you you can't post until after you write all the stuff yeah. out and click it. So you gotta wait. Hold yeah. on, hold on. Hold your horses, Craig, fella. Craigslist is like, hey, I see you've done work there. Too bad it's worthless. <laughs> <laughs> Come back in a week or so. We're a website for hookers and drugs. That's what I'm saying. And you gotta like, I think you gotta just like make a really off the wall ad and then like title and so people be like, oh, what's this? Click it and then they'll be like, oh, okay, well, I'm intrigued. Big booby cows. <laughs> <laughs> well, like now, I was listening to the radio today and they have plastic surgery for animals. 
Like why? I have no like you can take stretch marks off of your your pets or um, just is Fluffy really really caring about its looks? That's my thing. I'm like who? And like well, is Fluffy self aware that it's not pretty? <laughs> it's supposed to be taking off in South Korea, which is the plastic uh, surgery capital of the world. So um, you know. I don't know. I couldn't imagine. I could imagine because they're like doing that. I mean, I guess, I guess you know, since South Korea is in a constant state of war, they're like just well, yeah. f it. Let's just do whatever. I'll just do plastic surgery. Yeah, on this we're little gonna bug. Do, do that in, in Starcraft. That's <laughs> <laughs> what we'll do until North Korea decides <laughs> to do something. <laughs> Your move, guys. <laughs> Your move. We're making beautiful dogs over here. What are you doing? <laughs> your people are starving, and you're changing to your own time zone. <laughs> oh, really? I missed that. Oh yeah. They, know, you, did you hear that they landed on Saturn now? Did they? Yes. Sweet. So they're the first to colonize. No, well, they colonized it. They, the, the astronaut uh, left Earth and was there in like eight hours. Sweet. Because apparently they have faster than light technology. <laughs> so they have like Star Trek technology. Right. Until they have Star Trek technology. And um, they, the, 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 uh, I, I, I guess he's an astronaut. I'm not sure what they, I mean, because like in Russia, they're cosmonauts. Yeah, they're cosmonauts. They're cosmic and cosmic, so. Um, I'm going to go with... Spaceman. Spaceman. Um, Korean Spaceman. North Korean Spaceman. <laughs> the People's Republic of North Korean Spaceman. And he left in a spaceship <laughs> and went to Saturn and took some samples for a, a little while. And then he opened the door and walked around Saturn. Nice. Because apparently <laughs> they can do you that. You can just do that, yeah. And then he came back. Sweet. And, and earlier this year, they had a guy land on the sun. I'm not making this up. You know, that is that is pretty uh, technologically advanced. Right. I mean, seriously. And, and so, and what I mean by I'm not making this up, someone in North Korea made this up. <laughs> like, that would be the best job ever, to just sit there in a newsroom and be like, oh, nope, we landed on the sun today. <laughs> right? It's like, yeah, that's a slow news day. It's a slow news week. What can we do? I mean, because it's like, well, people are starving. Uh, another hundred people went to labor camps. Um, <laughs> we, might, we might actually go to war with South Korea at some point. We've already done our 15 stories about Kim Jong-un being amazing. Um, oh, 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 oh. Landed on Saturn. <laughs> click, 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 click. The U.S. and everybody else wanted to go to the moon. Not us. No. We go to the sun. <laughs> so, We're the people of the sun. That's what they tell. So, um, the I bet it'd be so strange to live in North Korea. I watched a documentary on it, uh, and it is bizarre. I mean, they, from the docu- documentary's perspective, I'm not North Korean, and I yeah, can't say... We're getting a lot of hits in North Korea. Yes. <laughs> North Korea. Um, the worm went there. <laughs> but um, there was a National Geographic special, and what they did was they followed this doctor who... It, was it about the blind people? Yeah, he goes and fixes oh, yeah. fix eyes. He goes and he, you know, he does surgery on eyes. Like he fixes simple things. Yeah, and so like the has called blindness. He's like, okay, you can see now. And, the, and it was crazy how devoted they were. To like the, they, the worship, yeah. they worship. They uh, worship. I guess at that time it was Kim Jong Il. Yeah, I think Il was still alive. And and but they sh- they started that whole um, video with uh, the death of um, Kim Jong Il's dad. Mm. Um, Sun Moon? Uh, top of my head, in the New Yorker, yeah. probably, but it's probably a Kim Som something. <laughs> Kim Som Joe. <laughs> and what did you come from? What did you go? <laughs> is that the Korean version? It is. Kim Som Joe. Kim Som Joe. Someone out there needs to make that and send that to us. We will promote it on the network. Um, I, I like that. I actually, I, that's, that's very groovy. 
Anyway, but they had like his funeral, his funeral procession. It was yeah. just like crazy. And um, oh, and the the photographer who was trying to take a picture of the statue, <laughs> but he, yeah. we had to get it on the ground to get the perspective right. And and uh, people would walk up to him and be like, "You can't do that. That's disrespectful." Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just trying to get a picture. And but, and like you're absolutely. I mean, you're right. They were talking. It, just cataracts. Right. Like, not these people were, like, just, they weren't blinded in a vat of acid. It was just simple stuff that, you know, most countries... They weren't fighting supervillains. Yeah. They, most countries, you know, have developed, you know, medicine that they can right. take care of that in a day. And, and these poor people were living their whole life just being blind. Yeah, but they, but unfortunately, they're not aware of it. Yeah. I mean, so, uh, yeah, it's on Netflix. It's a really cool, interesting... It, yeah. It's a fascinating stuff. I, I read a really good book about... Um, Escape from Camp Fourteen. Uh, it's it was about a uh, a work camp, a labor camp that this this young man escaped from. It was really really a riveting read. And that's Book Nook <laughs> with Aaron Lynch Kelly. Because <laughs> like I mean I don't know I, I really like to read up about like communist stuff. I don't know weird communists or serial killers really tickle my fancy. Well, it's okay. I mean you did. <laughs> He did apologize to Saddam Hussein, so no one would... Hey, I kept America safe. Right. Back then, so, you know. Um, speaking of your insanity, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle stuff last week was uh, a hit for us <laughs> last week. And you, and, and, um, you, got, tw- you got quoted and tweeted that. about your uh, Barbara Walter- Walters fish thing, mm-hmm. and I thought that was funny. You know, she needs to... I'm, I'm expecting an apology from her. <laughs> you know, that ruined... I still can't eat hamburgers. Still can't do it. Have you seen the the, the new one at Burger the King? Wop, the, the Halloween Whopper? Yeah. yeah, we had it last night. How was it? Honestly, I didn't taste anything different. I um, figured it would taste like dye. <laughs> yeah, like it really doesn't taste like... It's supposed to be... I think the bun's supposed to be flavored with like A1 or something. And I got my... Actually, Keegan ordered it. it. But they messed up and put mayonnaise on it. So I ended up having a top bun of hers on my no-meat cheeseburger. And she had the top bun from mine on her Halloween <laughs> Whopper. So, but it, like I said, I mean, it really didn't taste all that different. It tasted just like bread. But I was expecting, like, you know, like a, uh, you know, A1 taste of some sort. Right. I'm, speaking of, like, Halloween and stuff, like, I'm really bummed. Like, there was a picture leaked about uh, Happy Meals, what the toy was going to be, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. It's not going to happen. I was lied to by the internet. It let me down. <laughs> the end. Oh, yeah. I, there's a whole series of those fake. Because uh, I would have ate at McDonald's. Every day for Happy Meals. It's your big nightmare uh, oh, uh, before uh, Christmas. Yeah. yeah. This is Halloween. This Huge. Is Halloween. That's the only reason. I don't really have a desire to go to Disneyland, except for two reasons. I want to ride Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, and I want to go there around Halloween, because they do the, the Haunted Mansion. They mm-hmm. do it up in Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, that's cool. Which would be amazing. Well, next year, we'll make we'll make the trip. We'll do a Mobcast trip. Too. Sweet. Too. Hello. Bring cameras and whatnot. I'll talk to their PR people and see what we can do. Well, they, did this you is my see, new thing now. I was like, I want to talk to PR people. Did you ever see that really weird movie that was shot in Disney? Uh, uh, Tomorrowland? Or Escape from Tomorrowland? Yeah. It's on my Netflix queue. I haven't watched oh, it. Oh, you, you got to watch it and we'll talk about it. Oh, like, oh yeah, I'll watch it. I'll watch it next year. Do you think it's a Bros Boost movies kind of thing? Uh, it, yeah, it could very <laughs> much be. Yeah, it's it's different. And I'll, I'll leave it at that. All right. I'll um, spoil it. I, I hear it's inventive because he just... I mean, it's... He just the way he shot it was just because he didn't get anybody's permission. He yeah, just, no, he just pretty much gorilla it. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. Yeah, I kind of I kind of respect that. Yeah, I mean, you, it's like and I said, Disney tried to block it for a while. So, uh, I, yeah, yeah, I could I could kind of see why. Yeah, 
I always like I'm a I'm a super weirdo. Like I always watch those. Like there's a whole bunch of abandoned places down in Disney. Yeah, I'll watch like the people on YouTube who go there and explore like the um, the water park that was closed because they they had brain eating amoeba. Uh, River Country. Yeah, I watch that. They go and explore all that, and then they go and explore uh, the Nick Studios over in Universal. Yeah, got to go there once. That was pretty cool. I uh, I didn't do the Nick Studios. Um. Yeah, I missed the Nick Studios. I didn't do those. I've been, I've been to Universal in Florida a bunch of times. We've done Halloween Horror Nights, which is awesome. Is it? Yeah, it's so cool. And um, speaking of haunted houses and stuff, because we we're planning on doing some mm-hmm. haunted houses in October, because there's some really fun ones in um, West Virginia. So I have a new friend. Um, her name is Ikram. She's okay. been on one of the shows. Um, uh, Ikram Benaisha. Uh, she is from Morocco. And um, she has Syrian roommates, and together, or a Syrian roommate, uh, but together they have, um, I don't think they've experienced American or West Virginian culture much. Uh-huh. And so I'm kind of starting to introduce her to things that, because she, <clears throat> she wants to go and do stuff. It's yeah. just, she hasn't had the time and the means, or you know, yeah. doesn't have a car, so we just like... You know, I figure it's my job as a Mara- uh, as an American to take my Moroccan friend out to see crazy shit here in West Virginia, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, I think that's... And I work that's, with that's her. She, uh, right. we, we both have this. Uh, we're we're both members of this diversity fellowship that we got for West Virginia Public Broadcasting, which I'm thrilled to have. It's my my current gig. So when you're seeing like weird stuff on my Twitter like Inside Appalachia that's my show you should listen to it <laughs> and by my show means I edited it I don't talk on it because I barely can talk on this show you did some work on that show but I, I did some a lot of work on that show so, <laughs> so listen to it I don't care if you're in Cal- California North Koreans man demand your NPR to get Inside Appalachia oh listen listen Kim Jong-un I would really like to listen to Inside Appalachia those guys over oh there. Un's dead it's ill right yeah, wait, who is it? It's Hill, right? Kim Jong Il. Yeah, it's Kim Jong Il. Well, you can talk to Un. Maybe <laughs> you can talk to Un. You can talk to whoever you want. I'm so lonely. <laughs> so lonely. But. <laughs> you didn't expect that one, did you? <laughs> um, uh, but, so, Monday, uh, me and Ikram Carpel, I, I take her to work when we both go at the same time. I'm supposed to be at work today, but I'm going later in. <laughs> But um, I worked last night. I did some interview stuff last night. Some you know hours. Anyway, I only, I'm only a limited hour because it's a fellowship, yeah. so it's not, it's not like I'd be like it's a 40 hour work week or I'm on salary. No, it's like 20 hours, and they are strict about that. Just knock it out in one day. I only need four hours of sleep or to do everything else. And then this, this, yeah, that'd be awesome. But um, some nights it feels like it. But um, so Monday I picked up Ekram, and I wanted. Um, I wanted something sweet to eat for the, the morning. You know, some mornings you're like, I just need something. Mm-hmm. I don't, Those are super donut days for me. Yeah, we'll talk about the super donut thing because I'm not sure about the super donut yet. <laughs> but um, so uh, I went to Krispy Kreme in South Charleston and took her with me. And and she, I was like, have you had Krispy Kreme? She said, I said, she said yes. And I said, have you been inside? And she said, no. So what's cool about our Krispy Kreme in South Charleston is that it has this machine. The, 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 you can see the yeah, donut see making. making you can see the donut making machine, and That's where magic happens, right? So I walked in, and the first thing I did was here. Here's your hat, <laughs> <laughs> because if you're gonna have an experience, yeah, you, you do should it up. truly have the experience. 
And so we, she took pictures, and we both, and she was like, I don't, I, I had breakfast earlier. I'm like, you cannot leave here <laughs> without eating a donut. Without eating a donut. And I said, I said, and if if I may be so bold to suggest, you should have a donut off the machine, uh-huh. the the hot fresh donut, yeah, the hot fresh glaze, because that is amazing. Yeah. And she's like, okay, because you know. I probably scared her a little. <laughs> You're gonna eat this donut. Donut are good. Yeah. You eat this donut, or we're not going to work today. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna wait right here until you're hungry. And, and um, so uh, we got the donuts, and they were hanging up Halloween decorations. Mm-hmm. I went, "Oh, this is cool. This is your first Halloween in America." And then I paused. And went, I guess that's not a thing in Morocco. She goes, "No, not really." <laughs> so I'm like, "Moroccan Halloween." I'm like, "Well, this is now." Uh, your first Halloween ever. And so uh, I, I told her about the haunted houses that we're going to uh-huh. do. And so I think I'm going to bring her along. Okay, cool. Yeah. I think that would be fun for her. Yeah. You, know, you, know, or, you know, like, or not. I don't know. I'm, you know. I, I, Depending. I don't know what you're, you know. Yeah. So, because, uh, I mean, you know, why Moroccan has its own culture. They, they do uh-huh. a lot of Western stuff. And so she, I mean, it's not like she's like a babe in the woods. Yeah. Like, Here's the world. But sometimes <laughs> she is. There's, yeah. there's the stuff she hasn't experienced. And I, I kind of, and that's something not not everyone gets to experience here with, especially a good haunted house. Yeah. And so I'm gonna take my my Moroccan friend to haunted houses. Sweet. <laughs> my contribution to you know sharing American culture. I'm, I'm very proud of that. That is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Is she gonna do? Are you Weston? Probably. Where when we we grow as a group, I think that'd be fun. Okay. She, I think she needs to meet more people. Yeah. And, uh, but she's cool and she's uh, yeah, she seems really nice I've, yeah I'm big I'm yeah, she's, she's pretty awesome and um, she's, well, she's very sweet <laughs> she's just, just very happy and sweet and, and she doesn't mind when I'm asking like Moroccan questions like hey so what do you do because you know, I'm curious that's <laughs> yeah, my yeah. nature and and I keep going I know I feel like an idiot yeah. you know, I, I'm pestering no 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 no. she's so sweet I was in the um, lab editing one day and I left my, my rental car keys in there mm-hmm. and she she tracked me down and gave them to me so I was like oh thank you so much I, I would have probably been in real big trouble yeah, she is I lost that so yeah she's, she's pretty cool um uh, oh, oh also before I forget because um there's a lot of errands have been on this show mm-hmm and I want to give a shout out to Aaron Porter, the second one, um, the one, the female one, the lady Aaron. Um, today is her birthday, so we don't normally get to do birthday shout outs yeah. because no one's like you know, when we record isn't usually not someone's <laughs> birthday. So it's Aaron's birthday, and uh, big shout out to Aaron. Thank you so much for what you do for us. Uh, thank you for being on the shows. I look forward for the holidays to. Have you and your other, your husband Aaron, the other Aaron? We have lots of Aaron. Like I said, this is Scotty and the Aarons. Man, it's like <laughs> right. That's my band. <laughs> Hi, I'm Scotty, and this is the Aarons, and we're <laughs> we're here to sing you Katna Kim Sung Un Kim Sung Un. Wow, <laughs> that was a thing. So, what kind of car you got? I got a Toyota Corolla. So pretty stuff. Yeah, because uh, we should talk to this last week, but I didn't realize that you got the new... And that's how, like, just, yeah. well, I, I didn't put two and two together. But, yeah, you had the little rental car for a little bit, because after the... We, t- we talked about a couple of weeks ago where you had the, the old lady hit you. Yep, the, the lady hit me as I was going to get some Susie's. Um, have you had Susie's since then? I have, I have. I've only uh, had Susie's once. What'd you think? Did you like it? What'd yeah. you get? Just a biscuit? I don't remember. <sighs> I'm telling you, like... 
I like their butter biscuits. They're good. Because, yeah, you don't like meat or I stuff. Like, well, I like some meat, just not sausage. Sausage just doesn't <laughs> or really. Beef or yeah, beef or, yeah. or, beef or, or, or fish. Or chicken only <laughs> if it's off the bone. I'm going to have a chicken biscuit. Carrie tries to go to Chick-fil-A and do those things. The chicken biscuits. Mm-hmm, they're good. I don't like them. They're delicious. I don't really, and I love Chick-fil-A. I wish it was open on Sunday. But anyway, I got I thought they're starting going to, some of them are going to start opening on Sundays. Really? Yeah, maybe like your neighboring Elm uh, Nightmare Elm Street. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Nightmare Elm Street Happy Meal. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. The greatest Happy <laughs> Meal ever. No, Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, uh, so it might be another case me, of the internet line. You're right. Could be just the internet being the internet. <laughs> oh, internet. <laughs> Fool again. Creature. Um, but yeah, I got a Toyota Corolla. Um, pretty pretty happy with it so far. Uh, I will say that my backseat, if I thought it, my backseat was small my Mazda, the Corolla is a thousand times smaller in the backseat, but my trunk is really big. Like, I could kill Jeff and Stevenson <laughs> and put him in my trunk and I'd be fine. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, so yeah. El Jefe. <laughs> Uh, Stevenson, if you're listening, just be careful. Run. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, uh, we like it. It's uh, it's black. It was the one color my daughter did not want, but it's the color we got. Well, so. she doesn't drive, so yeah. Well, the reason she didn't want it is because like my, my Mazda, um, the air conditioner went out on it over the summer, and so black car, black interior in West Virginia or anywhere where the sun's out, it's going to be hot. <laughs> Well, unless you're in North Korea, because they probably got something for that. Yeah, they probably they probably got like a um, where they've been in the sun. They probably worked out a deal with right. the sun people. There's no furnace. We're fresh skin. The sun people. Um, but yeah, so we, we back to blog The sun shine. I imagine sun people me. or raisins. I, I imagine I'm talking like surfer surfer people, like surfer dudes. I would imagine some people would talk like, Sup! Sup, North Koreans! Sup, bro! Sup, bro! Hey, bro. We got these plasma waves over here, bro. I can't do that. Tubular, gnarly! <laughs> Ohana. <laughs> Means family. And it's also a really good restaurant. Where's Ohana at? Disney. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's the Lilo and Stitch place. And it's, I'm telling you, it's the best food I think I've ever eaten in my life. Cool. Trying to think what I would go with. Like I'm trying to think what, what, what did you have? Oh, like it's like a it's family style. So like it's like kind of like of course your table. Of course it is because it's Ohana. So like, which means family. You get like like it's a sweet deal. Um, you get like pot stickers, chicken wings, salad, coconut bread. Do you like chicken wings? I do sometimes. Uh, it just depends. I usually get them boneless, but sometimes I eat them with the bone in. Just depends on how weird, how crazy I am that day. Okay. Um, it came with uh, chicken, this great steak stuff, shrimp, uh, the world's best banana bread pudding. Right. I'd probably kill somebody for it. One of the best restaurants I've ever been to was in Biloxi, Mississippi, and it's and it's a Brazilian barbecue place. Mm-hmm. And there's a name for it, but since I didn't realize I was going to talk about this today, I didn't research it because, you know, but, and this was, I probably don't really think of Brazilian barbecue in Biloxi, Mississippi. Well, like if that's what you said, I wouldn't have. <laughs> Brazilian barbecue in Biloxi, Mississippi. Um, well, Biloxi has casinos. And uh-huh. so okay. They have, it's it's one of the ones that are attached to a casino, I believe. And, and it's been 2011, probably when I last went. But it's one of these places where they predominantly serve various cuts of meat mm-hmm. 
barbecued up. And so what you do is you have this, um, it looks like a coaster, mm-hmm. and one side's red and one side's green. And if it's on the green side, servers will come to you and be like, would you like more meat? And they have different samples of meat. <laughs> and then you, when you're like, I, I'm done when with the meat. Out, you put the red you, side. You, you ta- when you're not, <laughs> No more meat. Not right now. My God. I loved it. I was like, I'm mean, just amazing. Keep it coming. And it was, you know, it's pricey, but yeah. all the all the cuts are worth it. Yeah. And I, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a specific kind of restaurant, but it's a, it's a thing. And so I'm like, I need to go back to one of these places because the food was amazing. I'm fairly certain my nephew's banned from this barbecue joint in Tennessee because uh, it was like all you could eat, but it was like, say you had ribs or right. chicken. Uh, but you also got all you can eat sides with it right. each time, and I swear to God, he he probably ate twelve racks of ribs. Wow! And I was like, Oh my God, how are you alive? Like, I'm I'm speaking of barbecue. I am not eating today until this evening. Mm-hmm. I'm saving room because I have not had Ridge's view of the barbecue joint across the street ever. No, I have. Oh, okay. I haven't had it since I come back from Alabama. Mm-hmm. And there's a brisket with my name on it because I love their brisket. Really? I love their brisket and I love their mac and cheese. Their mac and cheese is the best mac and cheese I've put in my mouth in West Virginia. That is a pretty good idea. Right, and it's probably one of some of the best mac and cheese. I'm, I'm trying to, like right now, I can think, when I think of mac and cheese, that's the, that's first, what you think the of. first thing I think of. That's your go-to. That's my mm-hmm. go-to. And I, I tell them every time I go to they're like, I love your, I just like, I've been there, but like, I just need no mac and cheese and Coke or whatever. <laughs> just give me the mac and cheese. And just like, ah, oh, so, I don't know what's in it. It's like. It's like Krispy Kreme donuts. Yeah. I think the secret ingredient is crack. That's we found this really good restaurant, um, the Gastro Pub in Canal City. Mm-hmm. Really good stuff. Cool. We, we've eaten there twice now in the last week. Did we talk about the root beer last week? Not your grandfather's root beer. Yeah. Not your dad's, yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Because um, I'm gonna get some. I, I got oh, you still not? I know. I have, I've, mean, had, I've had some. I yeah. haven't bought it. I haven't had a lot of it. Yeah. That probably will change this weekend. So I have to <laughs> like the, the anniversary show. Be like, Woo! <laughs> I mean, just bring it in. <laughs> Not your dad's root beer. This See, is Scotty's root beer. Not you know, your dad's. You know, you know, there's not too many people on the list of like, I'm, I'll be good with any sponsor. Mm-hmm. But if they would love to sponsor us, <laughs> I'd be and okay. And you just be like, yep, go yeah, ahead. Yep. Yeah, whatever I'm, you want I'm, us to say. Whatever. I'm, I'm kind of, especially if they'll send us stuff. <laughs> so not try this root beer. If you're out there, hey. 22,000 listens in 50 countries. Trying to branch out to North Korea. We've trying, got a foothold there. We're trying to. We're trying to get to North Korea. Perhaps your root beer can help us bridge that gap. Because <laughs> it gets thirsty, you travel into the sun, I bet. <laughs> Just get thirsty, travel into the sun. <laughs> this is for the people of the sun. Speaking of thirsty, I'm dying for Clear Canadian to come back. They had a chance. A chance. They had a thing where you could you could buy cases um, when it was being re released, and I missed it because they sold out super fast. Is it and uh, clearly Canadian? You've never had clearly Canadian? It's like the flavored water it used to come in the glass bottles, and like it was in the nineties, and they had like black cherry. Oh, or, the nineties or like stuff like that. And oh my god, like I think I would probably kill like somebody I didn't know. <laughs> For a case, like an unlimited case. The government would... See, that's a movie. You know, if, 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 like, the government could find a way of, like, you know... It's like like an evil make-a-wish. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, I wish I could... I would do anything to... You know, what would you do for Kung that bar kind of thing? Yeah. Like, you would... I would do X to... I'd do... I'd kill a guy for I would for kill this. an unknown man. And the government would be like, so, um, your target is... Your target is, <laughs> yeah. Well, after the job's done. This guy's done. a pedophile, and so you have to kill him, and after you do that... 
You'll have we, unlimited supply. We've got a, we've got a couple of cases for you. See, it would have to be more than a couple of cases. To kill a pedophile? A, oh yeah. Well, not. I mean, to just kill anybody. <laughs> but like, to kill I'd like people. I'd like for a pedophile. Like, I'll take half that. <laughs> take half the case now. Um, yeah, but it's. I'm telling you, I would I would do some pretty questionable things for it. I, I have a short script I did um, called uh, the Dead Letter Office. I never I would. Maybe if I say it, it will mm-hmm. manifest. I can manifest it, and make it happen. But <coughs> excuse me. And so the Dead Letter Office was uh, basically this government agency that operated out of post offices because they had everyone's address. Mm-hmm. And so when they needed to assassinate someone, they would send the assassin who was a postman, huh. and just you know, you know. That seems like I mean there are a lot of you know movies out there that sound way worse than that that sounds like a really good movie i think well i don't think, I don't think it's a feature i don't think there's not much legs to that story i but think I, I think you can make it to an hour but i think i think that, you know imagine like it's summertime and you've got the post mm-hmm. guy with the shorts and the the light blue shirt yeah, but it's, it's got just... like the 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 piff ha- ha- hat that mm-hmm. they wear sometimes and the the sash and the... hello hello i have a package for you. <laughs> Also, like they could do, like you know how when you get summons for a letter that they don't want to leave at your house, right? And you got to go down there. They could capture you that way, <laughs> right? And, like just torture you. Like that's. I'm telling you, I think it would work. Yeah, it'd be a pretty cool. Who knows? I may, I may put it together. I think you should. I think. Uh, speaking of things we put together, so I've been dying. I, I'm a huge fan of drug history, mm-hmm. and um, I like I'm a huge fan of drug, drug history, and. Drunk history is a thing, and I'm kind of jealous that I did not do that. I mean, I was like, God, they beat me to that great idea. Dang you. I wish I had generated that idea. So I'm more of a, I don't have to reinvent the wheel, but yeah. that guy has laid the foundation of what. So what we've done is um, we're doing a show called Smashed Cinema, which is the drunk history model, but with movies. So I get my friend hammered, and... They tell us their favorite movie, and then we'll reenact it. Well, um, Ethan Young of Coast of Rebellion, and his wife, who's um, she has guest hosted on Rebellion, but she usually just hates on us mm-hmm. <laughs> and hates on Star Wars. <clears throat> and so we, um, she had a lot of wines Saturday night, and we set up a camera, and she regaled us with her the tale of her favorite movie. Tangled. And oh my god, it was epic. So look forward to that later this year. <laughs> that is, is going to be a thing. She talked for 30 minutes, and I have to cut that down to five. <laughs> Here we go. I'm just like, oh, it is all good. Yeah, she yeah. Was just, and a lot of it, her hand was like, her hand was forward. Like, like let me tell you. Yeah. You've <laughs> got to know these things. You must know this about Mother Gothel. <laughs> My favorite one, one of my favorite things she says, and it was she, she starts talking about Gotham, and then she pauses and goes, Can I curse on this? <laughs> yeah, that bitch Gotham. <laughs> I like how she was like real respectful. Was like, All right, can, is this okay? She didn't ask, we didn't, we didn't discuss it first. I'm like, Yeah, I think it's, I mean, it's, I mean, we're never, I'm mean, like this show, I try to keep it PG 13. Yeah. 
and um, and I say try. I don't always do that. But yeah, it's my show. Whatever. <laughs> um, I don't have a lot of kids listening. I don't, and if I do, if I get comments of like my five year old loves your yeah. show, maybe I'll retailer retailer the show. But until that day, you know, I'm gonna drop a, a word or two every now and then. Not a lot. Not a lot. Respectful. That's like I listen to the Purple Stuff podcast. Yep, because it's about Halloween and all that. Shout it. out to the Purple Stuff. And um, I have to listen to that. I mean, I love their show, and I listen to it regardless. But I end up having to listen to it twice because Keegan loves it. But sometimes, you know, right. things get said that really aren't that appropriate. And that's fine. You know, completely cool. I'm a huge fan of your show. Doesn't matter, you know. So, like I said, I, and it gets me to listen to it twice and I catch things. But, uh, yes, my daughter loves that show. She's It's Keegan Approved. It's Keegan Approved. Which is better than the TV show on our network. <laughs> She's like, Daddy's on that show. I don't want to listen to Daddy. So, yeah, I don't want to hear Dad talk. Yeah. I see Dad talk all the time. Well, that's like, you know, she'll she'll watch, like, the Campus Connection <laughs> when I'm on there, and she'll watch that. Like, she's fascinated by the fact that, like, I'm on the TV. Right. And, like, then we have a cousin who is now, she's on billboards mm-hmm. as the nurse. Um, she's up in Canal City, and there's also a moving billboard out in uh, South Hill. Southridge. So your family's full of just minor yeah, just celebrities. Minor <laughs> celebrities. We're like Z class celebrities. Um, <laughs> oh, my, my grandparents must be super proud. <laughs> so, but yeah, she's now. I'm no longer. The, she, it's no longer super cool that Dad's on TV or on the radio because you're not on a billboard. Because yeah, I'm not on a billboard, so I gotta get I gotta get my my face out there plastered on some building. You have to do something that way. I don't know if I maybe not in our budget, but <laughs> maybe in the future. Not your dad's root beer. Listen. <laughs> We're going to need some, some sponsorship money. And I then, need my daughter to respect me again. <laughs> she only respects billboards right now because she's six, and that's she's, what they she's do. She's super into billboards. So if you're on a billboard, she's your biggest fan. <laughs> uh, for those who uh, don't know, Campus Connection is our, um, well, it's a series of uh, television shorts that are on um, our local public broadcasting <laughs> And there's four schools that do them. They're 50 minutes apiece. Uh, it's our school here at Western Union State, uh, Concord, um, who I will give a shout-out to in a minute, um, and uh, Marshall, and because uh, for those who are not from Western Union, you know Marshall from you know the movie We Are Marshall. <laughs> uh, it's a very sad story with Matthew McConaughey talking out the side of his mouth the whole time. Have you seen We Are Marshall? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess, like, like, I'm going on a tangent now. All right, so... Um, the Bar Witch is a Marshall mm-hmm. uh, alumni, and uh, two years ago when I was going to, I went to my first Marshall game, and I love going to Marshall football. I, West Virginia State football, I, I, fine, it's but it's Division Two, right? Yeah, and so it's it, it's like Division Two. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, don't, I, I, I don't mean to be disparaging. I don't mean to be disrespectful. No, it's yeah. just it's a smaller state. It's a horse of a different color, right? It's, it's a whole different thing. It's a fine. It's great. Yeah. But Marshall's D1, and so it's almost the closest like I can get to right now to see an NFL game. Yeah. It's kind of that NFL atmosphere, and I love football. I'm not so good at fancy right now, but I love, <laughs> but I love football. And um, so to go to the Marshall game with the Bar Witch and, and the Witchling, Winchlings, <laughs> the family, um, I, I had she was like, you can't go with me to watch me here, Marshall. <laughs> So you had never seen it? I would never seen it. And, it's, and not because it was one of those things. And there's a lot of movies on my list of things I should have seen. I just mm-hmm. haven't gotten to or, or I'd forget about. And I'm a huge Matthew McConaughey fan. Yeah. I just was just really, really trying to figure out why he was talking outside of the side of his mouth the whole time. 
And then I was, for a while, I was watching the movie trying to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I couldn't do it. I, was like, I, don't, I don't know. I would like to meet him. Like, how did you do that? How did you learn to talk out the side of your mouth? I'm convinced it's CGI. <laughs> <laughs> Just edit my mouth. That's it. Just CGI then, my mouth. And, and then the guy who was Al Swearingen from um, Deadwood is, is um, I guess he's a, a, he's a big wig in that. I guess his son died in the plane crash. And mm-hmm. I can't, he's the older dude. Okay. The, uh, he works at the oil. Yeah, the, the, the iron, steel, steel, or whatever. iron steel, whatever it is that they have over there. The burn, which is just cringing. Cause I yeah, she's, like, I, I, she's like, you have to watch it again before you <laughs> go back with me. But, it's um, time for re-education. Right. Um, but I just know him from Deadwood. And it's like. Without and here's where I'm going to say a word that I normally don't say on the show, but it's hard not to watch him and not hear him say cocksucker because he says. I mean, if you've seen Deadwood, man, cocksucker is like the word. It's like you know, it's everywhere. It's like we got a law in the action here. Let's just throw this word right, in. But it, but it is, and, and what makes Deadwood great is that it's written like it's a different kind of language, uh-huh. and it's like it's almost Shakespearean. But with curse words, it's amazing. A thing of beauty, right? And, and the way they do—they do these long soliloquies, and they do, and, and plus it's a cool western, and mm-hmm. I'm into that. And then you know the dude from Justified, Timothy Elephant's in it, and I'm like, this is a win-win-win show, right? <laughs> but like, and there's lots of you know, it's an HBO show, so there's lots of nudity and you know, it's, and, and violence, and so it's like Game of Thrones, but in the West. But and really, it is, but with more curse words, <laughs> nudity. Western cursing, right? It's, so like, it's like, like, like it's like yeah, it's like the trifecta of awesomeness. <laughs> and so, I'm trying to figure out how I got to Deadwood from Mark. Okay, we are Marshall. So, watching <laughs> the guy uh, from, from who plays Ash Swerdin, who's like the he's the main kind of he, he's like an old curmudgeon. Like, he's, he's, I mean, I understand why he is, but he is. But he's like a he's not a he's a villain, but he's not a villain. Like, he's a the villain of this show, but he's like. You understand why, too, right? Though. Right, right, and so you like root for him a lot, <laughs> and so. And I think one of the the lead guys that's one of the remaining Marshall players is the guy who plays Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Um, plays his uh, assistant in that movie. Oh, really? Uh, Archie Griffin is, I think, is the guy's name on the We Are Marshall movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure is. He's on that. Yeah. So, um, so. Uh, I like going to Marshall football games, for, uh, and that's how I got to go because I had to watch We Are Marshall to do that. And so, but I, I don't know why we got to this. I know we. Got I don't to, know how. We I've missed the. Oh, league. we were talking about campus connection. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Ooh, wow! What <laughs> that was like a five. Degrees, yeah. a, <laughs> wow. All right. So, uh, and then WVU West Virginia State. No wait, that's us. <laughs> WVU West Virginia University in the Mountaineers. They're also a team in this state <laughs> who apparently are popular. <laughs> One of our two close shots at professional football. When we talk to some people, like your only shot. Yeah. It's it's crazy. It's all right, back home, the Alabama Auburn rivalry is a thing. Mm-hmm. It is a real thing. They play each other every year. It's it is a huge thing. Here, from what I understand the perception is, is that it is all Mountaineer football all the time. All the time. And then, oh yeah, there's this other school. Yeah, and it's and it's not like it's not like the predominant four. It's just like, oh yeah, oh Marshall. It's like, 
it's like Marshall looking at, at like our school going, oh, we have to play you? <laughs> and they've played us four times. Yeah, they have so played us four times. So. We're on four against Marshall. So. Hey, you know, they we, are. we got to get that monkey off our back one day. Yeah, not until we get Division One, and that's not going to happen anytime soon. I don't know too many Division One HBCUs. I don't. I don't either. That's like something you should research for the Triple Name Sports Show WVSU update. Also on the Mobcast Network. <laughs> or the Grill Out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just work it in one day. <laughs> Just tell Greasy Rick to say it. Why am I saying this? <laughs> Listen, Greasy, you're going to have to say this, all right? It comes from the higher-ups. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I'm calling Gre- Greasy Rick out again. He ain't, you know, ain't showed up to any meetings. He's, and when he does, he doesn't bathe. Yeah, no, he's a he's a, he's a unique character. I don't think I'm going to fire you. <laughs> I think it'd be a, a, a bad day, though. <laughs> he, t- he strikes me as the type of guy would, like, burn down a village. Not, well, that's not what <laughs> like the village, village is. But, like, would just, like, burn down, like, a whole building. Yes, since there's no villages that are around. Yeah, well, the, the network is not really a village yet. <laughs> um, and El Jefe would cry, and we don't want El Jefe to cry. We, we like El Jefe. He'd, he'd just cry. It'd be sad. It would. It'd just be horribly, horribly sad. Um, so, campus connection. Because <laughs> I almost was going to another topic. I really was like, oh, we haven't finished. You're like, hold on, i got to finish that show. Yeah, all right. all right, so Campus Connection is this show that we do, well, uh, that I have done uh, on PBS, where it's basically campus news, but we do it like a magazine style, like interesting things in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. The other schools all do like, traditional news style and they just talk about the news on campus or around campus or affecting campus but it's showed in the, across the state I think our opinion is is like no one cares what really happens here at West Virginia State University much like no one cares what happens on Marshall's campus or Concord. Concord's or WBU's we, we just we're trying to be more interesting to people in the state or see cool things in the state mm-hmm. that you haven't seen or you know stories that affect us in the state so but they air it uh they are two a week, mm-hmm. so they make a half hour out of it. And so, we're paired up with Marshall this year. Yep. All right. Because usually we're paired up with Concord, and um, Concord, um, I, they try. I don't know. It's it's a different kind of animal. I'll say it that way. It it's a lot harder than what you would. think. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, doing doing the. And, and these are all students, so I understand that the um, the difference is is that with WVU and. Marshalls, I think, they're, I know definitely with WVU, their anchors are grad students. Oh, really? Yeah, so they've had some experience anyway, so they're, and then what they're looking at is making their real to get to jobs. Get jobs, yeah. Get jobs. We're, we're looking at it as we make real packages so we can get jobs, but we have real things. Yeah. We don't do camp, oh, campus, no, no, we've got, here's news in the, and there's other, there's other stations in the, uh, campuses in the country that do, do what, kind of what we do, or kind of, when they do news, they do local news, mm-hmm. but they do like local news from the from a student perspective, but the bigger schools are like daily. They, they like a real news thing. Yeah. So I know uh, um, uh, Florida does. Uh, yeah, University of Florida has a, a, a real big program like that. So because they, they won on a uh, for an MBS prize on a plane crash thing they did. So it's like breaking news: plane crash here, and it's like a small plane. Not yeah, like a, it's not like a seven forty seven. Right, it wasn't like a lost plane. <laughs> we have found the lost airplane. Oh, uh, oceanic something. I can't think of what the number is. It's been a while since I've seen Lost. 
they still never found that plane that crashed in real life. No, right? they found like a piece of it. <laughs> That'd be that's always my biggest fear about flying. Well, actually, I'm lying. My biggest fear is like terrorism, but not like right. Like <laughs> you don't want you, you want to get down on the terries. <laughs> yeah, well, like I'm sitting there like thinking like irrational thoughts, like. Of course you have like, <laughs> like he, I'm like, oh my god, somebody's going to open up the door from up here. If I set back and think for a second, that's almost impossible to do. So you're not like, you're not the guy who's like, I'm taking the exit row seat to help people out? Oh, no, I mean, like, no, I sit there, I look, when like when we flew, we flew this past week, or last year, to, to Florida, I was sitting there, like, looking around, like, looking at people. I was kind of profiling people, not going to lie. Right. Uh, but I wasn't like, like, oh, this guy's a terrorist. I was sitting there thinking, well, some stuff hits the hits the fan. That guy looks like he's he could he could help. Or so you're building guy. your team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was sitting there. I wasn't like being like, oh, that guy's a terrorist. Let me right, watch yeah. him. So it's like, all right, but if Terry's are on here, I'm gonna be like, I'd be like, okay, this guy, probably this guy. So yeah, I got gotcha. you. Like I said, huh? I got you. Pretty crazy. I mean, it's like those Facebook things. You know, who's your your team for? You know, in case of zombie apocalypse. I don't think I'd want to live in a zombie apocalypse. Nah, after watching Walking Dead, if it's like Walking Dead, hell no. <laughs> I'm just be like I'm bored and we all we all angry with each other. Yeah, like and, you're just waiting to die. Like just be like, oh well, you know. And, or worse than the fear of Walking Dead. There's a lot of slack going for the new show. I saw the first episode, and it, to me, it's, it seemed like it's it's a slow burn, but I didn't hate it. I, the first episode is slow. It's, it picks up though. It's right. really good because we're we're watching. You're it. watching it, yeah. so I I just hear a lot of. Um, a lot of hate. Like, yeah, a lot of hate. And I think it's a lot of hate because it's not like, well, this isn't The Walking Dead. I'm like, yeah, but it's a origin story, so you, you have to let it burn. And, and, and to be honest, though, like, not all Walking Dead episodes are that great, if we're just being honest. Most of the Walking Dead episodes are not great. Sorry, Walking Dead fans. Yeah, like, so to, to sit there and criticize something that they're doing out of the box, like, I love the whole origin story part. Right. Like, because it's like, you know, obviously, for me, yeah, zombies are cool, but I want to know... What the hell happened? Right, yeah. I'd like to know what that... Yeah, exactly. Why? What? <laughs> Why are you guys just suddenly coming back to life and killing people? Well, eating people. But yeah, it, it, it does start slow. Right. But it's really good. That's like... I think I was on here and I was I was critical of uh, the Bastard Executioner. Yes. Um, I gave it another chance. Yep. And again, starts out really slow, but it's... it's. I mean, it's not like my favorite show, but it's on my DVR. I'll watch it. Okay. So. Got you. The only thing I'm watching is the new Doctor Who, and uh, and by that I've just it's like uh, I've seen the first episode, and the second one's DVR. I just haven't got to it yet. I need to, and um, I should have watched it Saturday. I don't know why. Did the companion this has the companion left? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Oh, she's still watching. I was reading Entertainment Weekly. Yeah, she is leaving to go do some Victorian TV show on something BBC, I would imagine. <laughs> And then I'm watching Rick and Morty because that's my jam. I love Rick and, I oh, love this week's episode. The Purge episode. Yeah. Oh my god, the Purge episode. That made me... If you've not watched... You, Rick and Morty's my favorite show. Right? Like, Sundays is like... I got to watch my Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. And um, we, in fact, we watched it again last night, yesterday in class. Because, uh, you know, I, the uh, bar winch was, was out sick, so I, I took over our classes. <laughs> Today we will watch Rick and Morty. It's like, it's a Rick and Morty day. <laughs> not all I did, but, you know, I watched it, because I'm like, they're in production, so they're working on stuff yeah. and projects, so it's like, I don't really have to lecture, so I'm like, Rick and Morty. <laughs> if you guys want to watch it, it'll be up here. If not, I uh, love the Purge. The Purge episode, probably, I'm trying to figure out what my favorite episode this season is, and it has to be um, the one with Mr. Poopy Butthole. Which, how many weeks ago was that? That was week two or three. 
last week with the TV one. I it was good, but I could have yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't my favorite. Right, yeah, it wasn't my favorite one, and um, the other one that wasn't my favorite one is one with the gas alien. I like the first oh, half of yeah. it, but the second half of it, I'm not really. I like the song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but see, did you watch it with us when we should? Because I, I like it because Mr. Meeseeks is in it. Yeah, I, I watched I watched the Mr. Meeseeks with you all, and then I watched I watched the gas one at my house, but I also watched that with you well, guys. You know, because cause, you know, we were showing the back, because you, you miss him in the background, mm-hmm. the Mr. Meeseeks, because you know, the guy who's playing the game and summons the Meeseeks, and who's, who, I don't think he's showing, I think he's there. Yeah. And he, once he helps him beat the game, he vanishes. <laughs> I love. I want a Mi Six box so bad. I want a Mi Six uh, that make it the, the plush toy. But every plush toy I've seen has an angry face. Mm-hmm. I'm like, is that the only one they've made? And I hear, I hear people say, no, no, they've made others. And I just want one with like a happy face. I don't want an angry Mi Six. I want a happy Mi Six. I, I just want toys. There's a guy that I found. He I'm five. he does uh, the whole 3D printer mm-hmm. stuff, and he uh, he made Mr. Mi Six uh, the box, the box, and then he also made the. the Mr. Meeseeks itself. Sweet. And uh, he was selling them, but they sold out super fast. I bet they did. And they wanted a lot of money for it. I bet they did. Um, a, so the guy who was sold sold the um, Han and Carbonite um, uh, sculpture that looked like uh, Pop-Tarts. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty cool. But they only made 15 of them, and they sold out fast. And so I was like, man, I wanted one. But I'm poor. So all my money goes on to this dream, this dream of mine. I want to be a tap dancer. <laughs> I need tap dancing <laughs> shoes. Mr. Bojangles. <laughs> Dance. <laughs> they, they do have good chicken. I hate Bojangles. I don't hate it. I hate it. I'm a Popeye's man. I am Popeye's. We've had this I'm discussion. Popeye's and Chick-fil-A. Oh, man, I'm sad. There's no Popeye's. They're, I'm just... Resigned to the fact that I will never live close to a Popeyes or a. I, I think I think we should just do a road trip. We gotta just find something to do where we can go buy the Popeyes. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Well, when we go to the asylum, because it's sad if we just go to the Popeyes. Yeah, but it's okay if we like plan a road trip around it. Hey, mm-hmm. we're here at the TA. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> well, we just happen to be here. <laughs> the car needs gas. The car needs gas and. What better? That's what we do every trip we take down south. We travel by Withville. Yeah. Stop that TA. How far is it? Uh, it's you got. It's just right as soon as you cross the border into Virginia. So, like two hours. Uh, that's almost too far to go. That, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of too far just to go for chicken. Right. I mean, it is good chicken. Right. I'm not gonna say otherwise, but it is kind of. Hey, I mean, Popeyes! If you want to sponsor us. <laughs> We've just had nothing but amazing things for you in the last year. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Like, there's one in Ohio, which is closer. Cincinnati has one. I know Columbus has them. Columbus also has a Hungry Howie's. Just make, it a, just make it a day where we just eat. We'll just go over there. <laughs> just go to Columbus and be like, all right, for, well, for lunch, we're going to go for we're, we're, for Papa's. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, so if we're going to do Columbus, this is how we have to do it. We do it overnight. Yeah. Because you got to do, like, you, you, we have to do two days of eating. Yeah. Because Columbus, like... And I've, I'm not sure if this is a true thing, mm-hmm. but I've told that the Columbus area is kind of the area where they test everything. Hmm. And there's a lot of new. That's why there's all these because Columbus is full of these new restaurants. Yeah, so that part of Ohio is just full of these new restaurants and, and stuff where they they this, where they test new concepts and new restaurants and that. It's one of the test markets, and uh, I'm not sure that's true. But every time I go, there's stuff I've never seen before. Yeah. So, so, um, 
So we'll have to do Popeyes, Hungry Howies, but if we're going to do dinner, Cheesecake Factory. See, I've never eaten a Cheesecake Factory. Oh my God. When we went to the LA trip for NBS, uh-huh. we we flew out of Columbus. So we went to Columbus, stayed overnight, and we had, uh, had um, the Cheesecake Factory before. It was balling. <laughs> I had my first experience with fondue in Columbus. Cool. I've back, never actually back in eighth grade. I've never really actually done. Fo- I know about fondue. Uh-huh. I've never done fondue. I've never fondued. We went. Um, it was actually my first year at this new school. Um, there was like five boys and one girl in our, our class. So the dad lived in Columbus, and he just picked up all the kids. And I'm sitting. There, I was bummed. Like low key, I was super bummed because I was like. Oh man, first day at school, probably not going to know anybody, and then they're talking about going to Columbus for a birthday party for a weekend, probably not going to get invited just because ho-hum, I suck. You know, <laughs> just real down because no one likes me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they were like, hey Aaron, you want to go? I was like, like trying not to be like over illegal, like in case it was like a joke, like, hey, let's let's pick on the new kid. Yeah. But uh, Hey, you want to go do something fun? Ha <laughs> ha, queer. <laughs> but I was like, they were like, you want to go to Columbus for the weekend? I was like, ah, uh, sure. Like, but inside, I, I was doing backflips. Right. Uh, and it was super cool. Like, um, the dad, I remember he had this condo in, because there were five, five of us, four, four including, plus a son. And uh, he stood up at the top of his stairs, and he had a blow dart gun, and was just shooting blow darts in the living room at us. So <laughs> it was cool. Um, looking back, Maybe not the most responsible parenting, <laughs> but it was really fun. We had a good time. Like real darts? Um, I don't know. I never got a shot with one. <laughs> I assume not real darts, but I wasn't taking a shot. Maybe you just wanted y'all to go to bed. Go to like, bed now. Tranquilizer. Could you thud? But uh, yeah, it was it was a good time. I, I really like going to Columbus. I like the zoo up there. I haven't been in a while, but I, I like Columbus. I, I haven't really got to go and explored. Mm-hmm. I've been to Columbus to go to things, but not really just like... Let's just hang. go to Columbus. And the last time I was in Columbus... I actually had Popeyes. I um, oh, that's when you got lost. That's why you got lost, but and that's why I did the turnaround to go to yeah. Popeyes. I'm like, oh, because it dawned on me I can have Popeyes, <laughs> and so I was like, well, that's an. It was like 20 minutes behind me. Okay, it's worth it. <laughs> well, why not? Right, right. So, Popeyes is often in my GPS. So I'm saying that was the Chris Hardwick quote. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's. I have. I'm going on like a year, two, almost two years of no hungry alleys. Well, we, can, we should go do a road trip because it's not it's what three hours away. Yeah, it's not far. And now we just do um, the the. Pro, I guess the problem is is that you have like Saturdays are out because you got football. Yeah, I got football, and then Sundays I have football with you, my yeah, daughter. Right, so you know you, we'd have to find a day. <laughs> it's like uh, just yeah. take off one day instead of going to class. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's wrong with that. I used to. That's what I used to do when I first tried college here at state. Um, I, I was going to be a teacher, and I hated it. Because my teacher was god awful, but that's beside the point. Um, I used to pretend I would go to school, but what I'd do is I'd get up about six, go to McDonald's, get myself a sausage biscuit meal and a Coke, and then I would turn on the radio, listen to Bob and Tom, drive to Ohio, and turn right back around every day. So, who were you pretending? My family. Okay. I was like... I was because you're you you are call, crazy. Yeah. You're like what? Yep. Time for school. Time to drive to Ohio for school. <laughs> so yeah, I would drive to Ohio and um, come back and be like, they'd be like, "Oh, what did you do at school?" Oh, you know, really not much. We just talked about lesson plans and this and that. And so I guess you didn't do very well that semester. <laughs> no, there's a couple. That's why my GPA is what it is. There's a couple semesters where I got zeros. 
right. like zero point GPA. So that that tends to tank your overall GPA. I'm convinced that um, colleges. I, I I don't know if I've talked about this crazy ass theory on the podcast before, but I'll talk about it. Now. I think, and I'm not a scientist. Uh-huh. I preface this. This is just my me, my own crazy brain. And if someone wants to research this, please credit me. But <laughs> just be like please. Scotty White theory. Um, we are living longer. Mm-hmm. And to me, it just would think that your maturity levels would adjust to the fact that we're living longer. So, in societal roles. So, like, our great-grandparents, once they hit, or even our great-great-great-great, like, you know, four generations back or whatever, you know, you know, I'm 16, I'm a man. I'm a man now. Gotta, you know. Gotta go buy a farm. Gotta get a farm and a wife and have... Because I'm going to die at 35. I'm going to have like 12 kids. Right. But I'm going to die. But a 16-year-old then and a 16-year-old now are totally two different human beings. Mm-hmm. And, and maturity level. Because, you know, I don't know too many 16-year-olds. I'm like, here, here's a farm. Yeah, mm-hmm. go. Go raise a family. Go raise a family on your farm. Right. And so, and since we're living longer now, it just makes sense to me that the, everything else would kind of stretch out. So yeah. maybe not going to college at 18 and like, this is how we're going to decide the rest of your life. <laughs> maybe not the best thing in the world. Yeah, I and mean then, that's, and then I think about like uh, our military, who, who, who I'm a huge supporter of. Man, going in at 18 and being like, "All right, Gary, time to be." And yeah, like, and so I understand why boot camp is the way it is, and base training is the way it is because yeah. it's like you have to turn those people, the, the, the children into, and you, into men and women. Yeah, into, it's crazy. It's just so. That's just my my because I I could do it I, I didn't do it so I'm I'm proud of everybody who could do what I couldn't do because not for me and I'm thankful that we have it but like I how many eighteen year olds are like all right go do this well they, that's what I'm saying like you know back like in World War One and World War Two there's all these stories about like sixteen year old kids like, like sneaking in the army yeah, yeah. I'm sneaking in the army like like now it's like okay you can be eighteen and sometimes you can be seventeen and sign up with your parents' right. consent but like you don't have sixteen year old kids be like. Sign me up for that war. I'm ready to go. Sir. I'm ready to spend the kind yeah. Most of them are like, I'm busy with my phone. Yeah, like, and that, I mean, that's that's true. You, would, I mean, to be honest, what I wanted to do when I was 18, I wanted to go join the Peace Corps and just because I didn't know what I wanted to do with the rest right. of my life. And you're so right with the fact that college is supposed to be, you know, hey, this is your stepping stone. Whatever you do in college, this is going to affect you the rest of your life. Right, this is what you're going to be. Yeah, because there's a lot to it. Because not only you're trying to decide your future, but you're also, I mean, think about the debt you're putting yourself mm-hmm. in. Because there is, if we, in this country, it's a huge cost. Now we're getting to the serious part of the podcast. But, um... Unless we elect my man, Bernie Sanders. <laughs> free college. I... I... I'm still like, with I'm, the rest of Alabama and voting for Donald Trump? Yeah, of course I'm voting Donald Trump. <laughs> I have to. It's, it, but, um... Because I kind of, yeah, I'm curious. I, that's the only reason why. I'm just, yeah. I'm curious. You just want to see what the, I'm just what curious. it would be. Because a couple things. Um, um, he's not a politician. No. And that's, we have, we have, I respect the fact that he's funding his whole campaign right. by himself. Right, Well, I'm not even, not even that, but the fact that he's not a politician. We've had a lot of politicians. We've had, as presidents, we, we you know, I think the majority, well, the majority of them have held some political yeah. office. And so, I'm curious. Now, Part of this, I think, with Trump is an act. I don't think, I think Trump knows how to play his audience. Yeah, and, and, I think so too. And right now, the Republican conservatives are just a bit nutty. They're little, yeah, they're, they're just a <laughs> little, little bit of little bit of cray cray in there. And so, you know, 
if if it was me, Republic ticket, I'd be playing the cray cray up too because you know that's what's going to get me elected. So I understand playing the game, but is he that crazy enough to really to say, go through with it? Yeah, to go like I'm building a wall, like, a, like, like when he like, dies, Game of Thrones, or yeah, and he was like, when I die, they're gonna put my name on it. And did you see the South Park episode? No. Where they were making fun of him. They were like, he, they were talking about how he wanted to build the wall. And they were like, you know, China, they build a wall. How many Mexicans do they have in China? They did. <laughs> Stuff like that. So, the, the shitty wall. The shitty wall. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, uh, I like, okay, politically I'm, I'm more center left than mm-hmm. I am center right. And, um, but I'm, I'm not a registered. I don't, I'm not registered. I'm an independent. They're a registered Green Party or Mountain Party. You were communist for a while. I was, but um, I'm feeling the burn. I like Bernie Sanders. What he says, and my my, my only problem is my own, own prejudice against Bernie Sanders is the fact that he's seventy four years old. Yeah, he's he's no spring chicken, right? And so I'm, <clears throat> I contend that the presidency should be thirty five to sixty five. I think it should be a thirty year. It's not like the papacy where you want an we're, older guy who's right, going to die right. in office. I don't know if I want an old pope either. At least the pope we got now is kind of younger. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and the pope. Yeah, that's right. You're Catholic, and the pope visited this last week. Yeah. How was that? It was. It was huge. As a Catholic, was, how was that? It was huge as a Catholic. Um, I I had some family who who actually was in New York for no reason. Um, like it wasn't planned to go see the pope, right? But they were just got off the subway because all the streets were closed. Right. And next thing you know, the pope's just riding down the middle of the street. And so that's kind of cool. Yeah, scene. I would like. I mean, I'm not Catholic. I'd love to meet the pope. I, I would love to meet the pope. There's two places I, I, in the I world I'd pope. like to travel to: is Vatican City, is Russia, and Vatican City. Yeah, I'd love to see Vatican City too. And so. um, you know, my my girlfriend's not not Catholic, and she was like, she was like, that's really cool seeing the pope. She was like, I would I would love to go to the Vatican. I was like, hmm, okay. <laughs> But yeah, I so mean it's it's huge. So do plan a daily trip. It's huge. Um, I know my 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 grandfather was really happy. He's a deacon and has been with the Catholic Church for fifty years. Now, yeah, so yeah, we talked about that before. He, uh, it was. I mean, it's huge and just really. Uh, and he did some cool things. Yeah, the, he, the, he did some really yeah, the, the, good the, things. The, too. the really cool things that you know, he he skipped out on eating with you know, having dinner with like. Yeah, with the homeless people, yeah, yeah. homeless people, because he's like, I'm the pope. He's That's a pope of the people. He's like, like, I'm a pope. This is what the popes will do. Yeah, I, like I know he's from Argentina, but every pope to me has an like, Italian like, accent. Like, I'm, a, I'm with the pope. <laughs> pope with the pope. Pope with the pope. <laughs> like, I, I really like this pope. Like pope. You get, the, you get the, the robes, the the cool hat, and an Italian accent for no reason. <laughs> it's just what you inherit. Uh, the pope before this last pope was not one that was a real yeah, Benedict favorite. Wasn't, yeah, Benedict wasn't, because he was following J- JP2. Yeah, and that's hard to follow. And I feel like whoever follows this pope will have a hard right. hard role. Because, you know, the, cause the, they're the, rock stars of the pope world, of the Catholic world, I think. Yeah, what Pope Francis did was like, all right, the gold stuff's got to go, mm-hmm. give me just a chair, and yeah, the next pope's got to be like, oh, <laughs> I can't put that back. I can't be like, you know... Just because Francis liked the, the, the low-key yeah, stuff, exactly. I, I want the gaudy thing. Dip it in platinum. <laughs> I'm your direct connect to God, yeah, so you got to do what I say. Yeah, yeah. I, say. I, I like the fact that um, he um, visited prisoners. Mm-hmm. I think that's that, that, that's cool. And then Georgia executed that lady last night. Oh, I didn't hear about that. Yeah. Oh, Georgia. He, called, he, called, he was calling for clemency. Right. And there was a thing. I think over the next six days, there's going to be nine executions. Oh. Which... Depending on your crime, I think the death penalty is sometimes warranted. I, but it has to be an extreme, extreme circumstance. I think. 
I try not to compromise when it comes to death row. For a long time, I was for the death row, and then, and then um, I got to the point where I'm like, there's there's got to be a better way. I yeah. hate I hate the American prison system. Oh yeah, I think it's, the, it's the broke. American, yeah, and I think I think what the American prison system does to people is, is horrible, and it, I, I I honestly believe that it, it creates more criminals than it. Because prison is not there to just be a play a, a timeout from society. It should be a rehabilitation, mm-hmm. and but we're so bent on retribution and revenge for for crimes that we don't look at the rehabilitation because people have to go out and return to society. We're missing that part as citizens. Of that, like, well, you done this crime. You don't deserve to blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah, and like, they come out. And they don't know how to. Right, they don't have to. Do so, so they continue making crime, and so it's it's a it's a societal problem that we have to to address. That will not be addressed. You know, will not be solved on this show. <laughs> but um, and I, you know, I I try to be the same way about the death penalty. And I and and I, to be honest, I get like you. I'm like, there's some things that I probably would be like, yeah, that, that guy deserves to yeah. to die or whatever. Because I'm I'm. I am, and I think everyone should be, but not everyone is. Um, but I am highly offended about crimes against children. Yeah, I'm highly offended. And you, you've got a daughter, and you know, um, but you know, child murder is a child, child ped- a pedophile. I like um, Victor Salva, who directed, wrote and directed Powder and Jeepers Creepers. There's a new Jeepers Creepers film coming out. I don't support. Victor Salva because he's a, he's a pedophile. Mm-hmm. I won't see his movies. I, I have seen them before I knew he was a pedophile. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh. then I found out. I'm like, oh, I'm done. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Never um, see a film again. Yeah. Uh, uh, Roman Polanski, same way. I don't watch. And he has made some of the greatest films. Like when you when you talk about films, Polanski stuff gets up there. You know, Rosemary's Baby or Chinatown. When when people talk screenwriting, they like the greatest screenwriter ever written, screenplay ever written was the one for Chinatown. And so you have to watch Chinatown. Like, mm-hmm. but then you find out what he did to a thirteen year old girl back in yeah. the seventies, and you're like, ah, yeah, uh, it's... I, I can't. I, I, if I'm going to be as Staunch, I, I I am about this. You can't waver on it. Yeah. I can't waver on it. So I don't I don't I don't support. Woody Allen's the same way. I, and and yeah. I, you know, and that's just personal. Whatever you know, I'm I'm not. Woody Allen has never been convicted, but I, you know, this is the stuff I've read. I've made my own judgment on this. Mm-hmm. That I, I'm I'm just not cool with Woody Allen. I don't watch Woody Allen films. I, I won't. I, I I had one class where I had to watch a Polanski film in class, and I. Explained to the professor my, my my position, and we I did something else instead, and so that was that was fine. Which I'm glad they understood. Yeah, and, yeah. It's like I can't. I don't want to. To me, it's justifying what they did. Mm-hmm. I don't want. You know, I think I think crimes against children are just like the ultimate sin. That's probably where I I, I would start my wavering, and then it, then again, I kept thinking of other horrible crimes. Crimes, you know, you know yeah. You, well, you, like you this torture is- a woman It's like, oh well. Or being torture anybody. That's the thing. Like, prison, you know, our war on drugs, that's another thing that's broke. Like, I'm not saying, like, people who are cooking meth don't deserve to be in prison or whatever. I, I do. I, I think they should. I think they I, I do. Because I don't think they deserve to be in prison because I think it's a social economic situation where I am, um, I'm in an area, I'm from a poor area because they, they yeah. always are from, yeah. usually from a poor area. Um, they haven't had a chance to get the same proper education other people get because the way it works is that in my poor neighborhood, my poor taxes pay for my poor little school. We don't have a lot of money, so our mm-hmm. school doesn't have a lot. So I get a base education. 
Um, I don't get the same opportunities that other people get. And, and I'm the sorry, jobs aren't there either. The jobs are not there because it's perpetual. So I, I go sell meth and make money. I may do meth too, but yeah, but, no, but but I have to for the escape that it gives me from this dreary life. Yeah, and so um, the mop cast gets all liberal. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, like I'm saying, like they take they take you know just say guys who deal marijuana. Right. They take those guys, put them in jail, and, and I'm not for or against it. I'm completely unbiased. I, I, I'm, I'm not a. I, I don't. I don't. Do I don't part, yeah, that's I don't exactly. Part, I don't partake in drugs. But I, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't condemn you if you do. That's right. Your choice. Right. And I, but I, I, what I do condemn is that we have a society that says that this is wrong based on. It's all based on money. It's all. It's all based on money. It's all. It's all based on money. I. You know. I. I came up with a, another crazy ass theory. Or. Um, we learned how to properly use propaganda in World War II. I think we t- toyed with it in World War One, but we—if you see the old war posters about the Nazis, you know, loose lips, slink shits. Mm-hmm. So we, we brought, we put a terror in this country over our own people about an, an enemy, and I think they learned from that because soon as soon as World War One, World War Two was over. We started doing the same thing with the, the Russians. We weren't at war with the Russians. We just made this Cold War yeah. thing up. And it was propaganda with this whole Red Scare. You know, and, and that lasted way into the 80s. And I think, some, I think sometime in the late 70s, early 80s, I think someone decided that you could do... Fear's a great control yeah, you mechanism. Could, right. You could, you could do this. And it's a great way to make money because people mm-hmm. will pay anything for protection. I think they started looking at this, the, the same techniques they used for the Red Scare in World War II for drugs. So we took, you know, it was no longer Hitler or Stalin or whoever, you know, whoever the premier of Russia was at the time. And they they moved it to this intangible thing, this drug, the war, the drugs will do this, drugs will do mm-hmm. and, and, like, and drugs are, drugs are a problem, if it, but it's a societal problem. It's yeah. not, not, not something that should be in prison. People on... Drugs don't do crime because the drugs make them do the crime. They do it because they they're want, chasing that high. They're trying to get high, and it's illegal. And you have to, you know, yeah, you got to resort to a life of crime to get supported. To, yeah. To, yeah, you can't just get a bank loan. Like I need my cocaine. I need my coke loan. Please. Right, right. I need my coke loan. It doesn't work that way. But I think someone looked at that and was like, "Oh, we can make a lot of money, and we can we can kind of shoehorn society by doing this war and this intangible thing." And so the war on drugs was once more and went high gear in the 1980s. And um, people, we, we spent a lot of money. People made a lot, people's made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. We have lost a lot of lives, both both on the enforcement and the the, the, the other side of the user, using side of it over this. And I'm not going to get into like the crack of the inner cities from the because that's a whole yeah, that's, that's a whole other issue that 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 also needs to be addressed. But in general, we we fought a war against the thing. You can't win a war against a thing. And so Russia falls in 1990. Well, we've lost that thing, and drugs are not big enough for us to fight over. So what do we do? Well, we, we, we put another war on another thing, terrorism. You can't defeat terrorism because yeah. it's a thing. Yeah. It's not a thing to be defeated like drugs. We killed Osama bin Laden. Well, also terrorists. And we still have terror. Terrorists, it just depends on what side you are on. Right. You know, when we go into a country saying, you know, we're there on a peacekeeping mission, mm-hmm. we are, depending on what side of the fence you're on, right. we're terrorists. Right. Not saying we are, and not, no, no, not, no, no, not saying that at right, all. Right, but right, right, right. Totally it depends, and it's just like history It's books. all about perspective. History yeah. is written by the winner. It's not written by the loser. Right, and, and so it's all about perspective. And I think, you know, personally in this country, I think we're meddlesome. 
I would vote for a candidate. I would, if I had a presidential candidate who said, you know what, we should kind of go back to neutrality. Yeah. Where we focus Take a more, step back. Take a step back. Stop being the policeman in the world. Exactly. I, you know, our allies are in trouble. We go help our allies. But I don't think we should do this, you know. Or if a country's been hit by a natural disaster, disaster then help. Yeah. Yeah, we go help them. And but I, I don't think we need to be, and if you look at it. I'd rather be more like G.I. Joe. We only people. fight where it helps us out. Right. Look at Africa. Right. There are so many tragedies that happen in Africa, but we're not there because there's not oil in Africa. Right. Right. That's the only reason we're not there. If if Iran or, or if Iraq if that oil set in Africa, yeah. we would be there. Right. F- defending whoever and if, found, and if they found a natural resource in Africa that, that we would use. We, 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 yeah, we exactly. Would totally it, it's 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 tragic. I think you know if my presidency would be would be advocate neutrality. I, you know, you can build a strong strong military from the home from home. Yeah, and, and it just sit here and, and sit here. And, and if anything happens, we need it. I think yeah. we need to focus on us again. Um, cities like Detroit and who, who's crumbling and dying. And, and there are so many cities like Detroit right. too. It's you know the Rust Belt. Right. Just help us for us. Yeah. You know we have a homeless problem. And we should stop that. We should fix that first. I don't know, you know, you know, child hunger, uh, education, we should fix it all. Yeah. We should stop all this outside stuff, focus on us for a while, and then. Yeah, because yeah, what's the point of being the world police if at home yeah. you got kids starving to death yeah. or you got, right. you know, you got veterans coming home oh, and we, having to live in tents. Tents, right? That, that's a, 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 a appalling. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's terrible. All right. <laughs> we are very serious. I don't want to end on a serious Yeah. Stuff, but, but. It's our show, and we're allowed to do that. So, you know, yeah. and if and, and that's cool if you don't agree with it, that that's fine. I mean, it's just it's just our opinions, and we own it. I mean, this is what I think yeah. we should do. But you know, is it right or wrong? I think it's right, but I'm, who knows? I'm not a I'm not a scholar. I'm a guy with a podcast show, <laughs> right? You got a couple theories, okay. right? I like Star Wars, and that's my thing. And you love yeah. the blue well or the wells from Star Trek? I do not love the wells from Star Trek, but I'm gonna make you watch those movies. <laughs> I'm gonna buy you those figures then. <laughs> You use them as a giveaway. <laughs> See, I know, how to play this, I know how to play this game. Uh, real quick, uh, because I haven't mentioned Star Wars until just now. And <laughs> how many days are we at? No, one. <laughs> Six hours? I don't know. <laughs> um, so, um, I read it on the interwebs, and I hope this is true, because <laughs> it makes me happy. Um, it looks like a new trailer will be coming October 16th. Um, and the... the the reason why they think that from from the reports I've read is that um, the Disney, I guess, is telling um, theaters to keep space open on their floors and their poster racks for the 16th mm-hmm. for something big. But they're not saying what it is. It's so going to be a good dinosaur. That's what it is. Well, That's what they're pushing. Maybe so. But, <laughs> but we think it's Star Wars. And, and the other reason uh, is so if they do the posters and the displays, it makes sense they'd have a new trailer. Yeah. For the for that day, are also, they already done shooting? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're yeah, they're, 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 they wrapped. It. They're, I mean, it's December eighteenth, so we're yeah. And we got my. I'm not pulling my app this week. I promise, <laughs> I won't pull my app. Say how many days it is. I will not. I will not. I will not. I won't do so bad. But, <laughs> but um, so it makes sense that a trailer yeah. goes with all that because that's just how the progression goes. Also, October sixteenth is the day that uh, tickets go on the presale. Okay, so. All these little things happening around that no trailer would be very depressing. So um, I'm hoping there's a trailer October 16th because that's almost here. Yeah, it's <laughs> fast. Two weeks, and I'm getting a trailer in two weeks. Um, I think we're going to do um, 
you know, we were pitching ideas because what, what we want to do for it. The last one we watched, uh, me and Ethan did a special Rebellion podcast. I think we're going to do some stuff. Well, I think we're going to do, me, Carter, and him are going to do a podcast. But um, I think we're going to do reaction videos. Mm-hmm. Of, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to promise that I won't cry. Because <laughs> I kind of did when I saw the last one. I was like, it's Han Solo. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. <laughs> I love you, Han Solo. That's what just Lando, but I was like, oh, wait. Lando's in the next movie. I cannot wait. Is he really? Yeah, Lando's going to be in um, episode eight. When does that start? Uh, that'll be out 2017. Oh, so that's not too, too far. No, no, because we're getting a Star Wars movie a year. So this year we get episode eight. Mm-hmm. No, excuse me, episode seven. Next year we get Star Wars Rogue One, which is... From what I understand, I'm kind of excited for that. Yeah, it looks good. From what I and I'm, the last what I read is about stealing the Death Star plans, and I think that's a cool idea. And there's been some shots and things from from that being leaked. So I, it'd be cool if we got a real teaser trailer before or after um, Star Wars, the Episode Seven. The rumor is there's a stinger at the end of Episode Seven too, so an extra trailer, mm-hmm. or not trailer, but an extra scene at the end of the credit, credit, end of credit scene. But that's just rumor. Everything's just rumor. I just, I don't know. I'd, I'd, I'd like to do, and I've talked about this before, and I'll talk about it again because it's still on my mind, but I'd love to do a, um, just talk to people and get their their speculation spoilers. Mm-hmm. What, do you, what do you think will happen in this movie? And then line them all up before the movie. And then when the movie releases, find out how many people are right and do like, you know. That would be cool. Like ding and eh, yeah. ding, eh, that kind of stuff. So That would be really cool. That would be fun. Well, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at, at Scotty White. You can follow the network at Mobcast Network. You can follow myself on Twitter at PageantDad88. Um, also, um, ser- seriously, uh, be sure to check out the website. The website's being updated, but it's, it's but it's new to us now, and it launches next week for the, the one-year anniversary. But if you listen, you can go check it out. It's at www.mopcast.com, or you can go to scottywhite.com. They all go to the same place. And so... Um, one website for uh, for three names because I also own stupidmopstudios.net. But they all go to the same place. <laughs> I fixed that this weekend. <laughs> but there's some cool stuff there. Um, uh, we, we're start, starting a Mopcast Tumblr. Um, our intern actually got that and we're just trying to figure out a place for it, what to do with it. I think we, we come up with some stuff for that. So that's coming. I'm going to leave you this week with um, Postmodern Jukebox. Who I'm a huge fan of. Are you familiar with Postmodern Jukebox? No, I'm not. Uh, Postmodern Jukebox does these great covers of songs, and they do them in an old timey style fashion. They've done some different styles, like uh, you know, like a '30s or a '40s style. Okay. Uh, this week, I heard yesterday um, what they did cover of uh, Outkast's uh, "Hey Ya." Yeah, and it's phenomenal. So I'll play that for you when I uh, so I'll play as I will play it for everyone at the end of this episode. So. Uh, I'll leave you with that. Don't forget mobcast.com. Next week is our giveaway week. We got stuff give we're giving away, so be sure to check it. Follow us on the Twitters and be sure to listen to the shows to find out how to win free stuff. Free stuff is great. So uh, and now
just don't get it when there's nothing at all. We get together, oh, we get together. But separate's always better when there's feelings involved. Now what they say is nothing is forever. Then what makes, then what makes love the exception? Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.